Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Good morning everybody, I'm Steve and I'd like to welcome you all to today's Coach House Beacon. When I was young, my dad told me a little story. I think he must have told it me more than once, because I can still remember it now. He thought it was funny, and so did I at the time. Now this story concerned a supposed friend of his, although I suspect that it was actually my dad or maybe one of his brothers in the story. Maybe the story wasn't even true and he'd just made it up to sound funny. But that's not important here. As we'll see, what matters here is the perspective from which we interpret the story. The story is set just after the Second World War, at a time when rationing and shortages were still very real, and waste, especially food, was frowned upon. So, here we go, here's the story. Late one night, two friends were on their way home after a night out. As they walked past a, ship, a chip shop, which was still open, but as it was nearly midnight, must have been just about to close, one of the friends went in. He asked the owner, Hey mister, have you any chips left? The owner replied, Yes, what would you like? The friend then laughed, Nothing, and you won't sell those chips now, so it's your fault for making too many. And with that, the friends ran off. Well, to the young man, it seemed amusing that he had caught the chip shop owner cooking too many chips, wasting potatoes, or not being able to estimate the likely demand. He probably felt that he was cleverer than the chip shop owner. Maybe his mocking of the chip shop owner had made him feel somehow more superior. But what about the chip shop owner? Well, I guess he was a little bit upset about being spoken to so rudely, but probably not that bothered about a few chips. Now when I reflect on this story, I can see that the chip shop owner wasn't really so wasteful, but rather well prepared. Had he had a genuine customer at the last minute, he would have been able to serve them. It is therefore a matter of perspective as to whether the chip shop owner was wasteful or well prepared. But what does this have to do with us today? Today I'm asking, am I prepared if Jesus returns today? Now Jesus told a story about being prepared for this event and we can find it in Matthew's Gospel chapter 24. When the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in the days of Noah. In those days before the flood, the people were enjoying banquets and parties and weddings right up to the time Noah entered his boat. People didn't realise what was going to happen until the flood came and swept them all away. That is the way it will be when the Son of Man comes. Two men will be working in the field. One will be taken, the other will be left. Two women will be grinding corn at the mill. One will be taken, the other will be left. Now one of the problems of living so long after these words were written <clears throat> is that it's easy to forget that Jesus could return for us at any moment. Because it's been so long, we tend to dismiss the idea that we need to be ready. We slip into a mindset that tells us that, yeah, Jesus is coming back, 
But in our hearts, we somehow push this event out to some time much later in our lives. Because so many have gone before us, we start to focus on what happens when we get old. The truth is that all the saints that have gone before us have just died. So why would that not happen to me? Surely the most important point is to be ready for those difficult last few years when our bodies and minds are failing us. Isn't this the normal way of going? Well, mostly yes. But you can see the problem with preparing for this is that we often forget <coughs> about what might happen today. I expect that most of you own an umbrella. So do I. And I can tell you that I have one because I know that at some point in the future it will rain. I'm prepared for that day in the future. Now, I'm not quite sure what day that will be, but I feel ready. What happens if I go out without it? It was sunny when I went out, but later in the day things changed. The rain came without warning, and I found myself without the umbrella. The result? I got very wet. Well, this isn't quite so bad as missing out on when Jesus returns, but it should serve as a reminder to us to be ready. American President Benjamin Franklin said, By failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. So how do I prepare, and is there any advice in the Bible that I can follow? Well, just after the verses that I read earlier, Jesus said this, so you too must keep watch, for you do not know what day your Lord is coming. Understand this, if a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would keep watch and not permit his house to be broken into. You also must be ready all the time, for the Son of Man will come when least expected. So this is the first point, to keep watch. But what is it that we're keeping watch over? Now, I think many of us interpret this to mean watching out for events that happen in the world around us. But actually, Jesus is illustrating his point by referring to us as homeowners. The home is ourselves. So Jesus is actually telling us to watch over ourselves. So how do I do that? How do I watch over myself? Well, it's not difficult, but it does require a little bit of effort. Ask yourself a few simple questions. How much time do I spend in prayer or Bible study? How do I praise God? What am I doing to glorify God in my life? There are more questions you could ask. See if you think, can think of some more for yourself. Now, One way I sometimes do this is to give myself a rating. A little bit like an audit. I can then store this away. And then do the same exercise a year later and compare the results. Maybe this is something you would like to try. The Gospel writer Luke also wrote down some of Jesus' words from that same conversation. He wrote, watch out. Don't let your hearts be dulled by carousing and drunkenness and by the worries of this life. Don't let that day catch you unaware like a trap. Keep alert at all times and pray that you might be strong enough to escape these coming horrors 
and stand before the Son of Man. So we have a repeat of this advice to watch out, and some advice of a few things to avoid. But take note, there's also advice to prayer. Prayer is the only way to remain close to Jesus. And you should remember that prayer is as much about listening as it is about asking. And if you do this, you'll be making good preparations. Now the last point is drawn from Peter's first letter. Writing about our response to suffering, he said, Do not worry or be afraid of threats. Instead, you must worship Christ as the Lord of your life. And if someone asks you about your Christian hope, always be ready to explain it. So, worship is also an important part of our preparations. Charles Spurgeon said this about worship. My hearer, you will never go to heaven unless you are prepared to worship Jesus Christ as God. So, in summary, we have these three points. Keep watch, pray and worship. How will you live your life? Will you be prepared? Are you hoping that you'll have time to fry up a few more chips if they are needed? Or will you make sure that you've prepared enough chips just in case? Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram or on our website at www coachhousechurch.org